I'm Ali Thomas-Steer and I'm the Judges Coordinator for the Innovation Awards. And I'm Tony Gandhi, I'm a visiting professor at the Institute uh, and I'm one of the judges. I think innovation in the banking and finance industries is, is, is fundamental. It, the industry is about looking after people's needs and delivering to them the finance that they need or looking after their finances on their behalf. It, it's a customer-driven industry and the customer changes and therefore you need innovation. And we've seen lots of innovation in the, in, in the finance sector. I'm, I'm mostly interested in the IT side. Uh, and there's been lots of reports on how fintech as an industry is growing and various estimates around the world of how much that new industry is worth 14, 15 billion dollars a year. But actually that's not even the start of it. I mean in this country alone, if you start to look at the established in institutions and how much they, they spend on technology, and with technology comes change often as well, you're talking about more like 26 billion uh, dollars worth of spending each year on technology alone. And the innovation awards are not just about technology. Yeah, that underpins a few awards, but we've got uh, other issues that we cover to do with the uh, people inside the organization and how they're being supported, how customers are being supported. Uh, we've got things obviously about how governance changes over the year. So it's a really wide interpretation of what innovation is. Primarily, it's about how is your business model changing, and that's true for both the new institutions in the fintech world, but also the established institutions. Yeah, they are spending huge amounts of money to keep up with their customers and to drive innovation. Alison? I think, from my perspective as a less technical person, um, I would just look at the evolution of the market through the time that I've been doing the awards. And if you consider how our lives have changed over the last 15, 17 years since the awards began, the same thing applies to the financial services sector. We've changed the way we do finance. That's right, absolutely. The customer has changed and therefore the industry has to keep up. And that's despite all of the problems that the industry has had over the last few years, you still have to change. You still have to innovate. Otherwise, somebody else is going to move into your space and there are a lot of people trying to move into that space so even the big large-scale 300 year old institutions are actually innovation machines every enterprise that survives for three or four hundred years has to be an innovation machine above anything else but then there's lots and lots of people who are only two or three years old who are looking at any gaps in the market and trying to move in there with new ways of talking to the customer especially but also other 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 innovations as well about how they analyze data how they intersect with markets whether they're customer markets or wholesale markets so yeah innovation is king I think organizations should enter the innovation awards actually primarily for one key reason it's, it's recognition, especially of the teams inside the organisations who, in difficult times, we have to acknowledge they have been difficult times over the last 10 years, those teams which have driven change and improved the way the institution is working, working internally, but more importantly, working externally as well with their customers. How, have, how, how do you recognise that these teams have delivered 
and improvement in your business model. So above all, I see the Innovation Awards as, as a way of recognising the efforts of the teams within the organisations to help their organisations stay innovation engines. Uh, so that's, that's my primary goal is to acknowledge the huge efforts made within our sector uh, to create change, especially in difficult times. I think also the Financial Innovation Awards are a long-standing and leading brand, yep. which means that anybody who wins an award actually has something worth receiving and worth talking about. Um, the awards are prestigious and it gives organisations a chance to pitch their innovations against other organisations and see how they do. As the judges coordinator, I would say stick to the guidelines <laughs> as the primary, primary thing. Um, having done it for, for several years now, there are nominations that are excellent and there are nominations that fall sadly short and perhaps don't reflect the the value of the project they're nominating because they just haven't done a good job of the entry. Um, there are questions which we ask nominees to answer and those answers are what the judges will judge them on. So if they're not complete then they're losing out before they even start. So my advice would be to go to the website and have a good look and see what they're asking and then write their entry accordingly. Yes, uh, I think uh, the people who are submitting awards should answer all the questions and, and really tell us what the end benefits are. Who, who, who benefits from the changes that are being made and how do you measure that those or ex how, how can you explain to the judges how those benefits are realised in, in the real world? Uh, yeah, a lot of projects look sometimes very internally focused but they've usually got they well they should have uh, a, a way of showing how those internal efforts are then will benefit stakeholders in the outside world as well as changes inside and one of the one of the issues we have sometimes with with entries is that they are entered too early you have a project that is fantastic but sometimes we would go back to them and say could you enter this next year because there just simply isn't enough information which will prove what they're trying to claim and very often is right or will be right but, but can't be proved at the time so the success is about a little bit about the test of time and being able to sum it up in a way that you can you can measure it yes I mean uh, we have a a wide range of projects that are submitted to us uh, and it's that makes it very complicated to sometimes to judge uh, because the measures of success they can be about improving relationships with customers it could be uh, a simple cost reduction ex exercise that improves your returns on capital could be about staff development, staff capability improvement. So it's a really wide range of things that we're judging. I think the categorization of the, the awards that we do, uh, especially as our, 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 our uh, Alison, who, who, who runs the program uh, in terms of the, the structure of the awards, it's really important that we, we categorize the awards into the right areas, which we make a lot of effort to do. And when we do that, we're comparing like 
like with like, but across the awards, you know, the, 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 the different things that, that we're really measuring and seeing improvements on is very, very wide-based indeed, as I say, from simple returns to customer acknowledgement to staff capability improvement, better governance as well. Uh, so it, it's a wide process, but it's a part of the judging mechanism that we, we do start to compare like with like as we go through the process. The, the best way um, an entry can, can wow the judges is first to provide the information in a really clear way, answering the right questions, and then to sound enthusiastic, that they really love what they've done, that they're proud of it. And this isn't about hyperbole, but actually saying, we've done a good job here, this is what we've done, we want to tell you about it. And that will come across. Yes, I'd agree with Alison on that. The way you wow the judges is, yes, there's the mechanical side. Show us the data. Show us how your business model has been improved by what you're doing. But also there's that factor of, of the enthusiasm of the team that's involved and their, uh, their buy-in to the programme, often which is a programme that they've created themselves. You know, if that comes over, that is really powerful for the judges as well as the more quantitative you know what's the data show show us it's that it's, it's that enthusiasm for the team and certainly for me as a, a, a judge a lot of this is about acknowledging the team and their efforts can i start very briefly with what happens before the judging day yeah. um which is that the nominations are sent in and they are sifted by me so that the, they become a, a shortlist of usually between four and six entries per category. And then they're submitted to the judges who take them away. Our judges come from a very wide range of disciplines and they bring their expertise to particular categories. And those categories are the ones that they, they judge. So before we get to the judging day, they've taken away those ones that they're going to mark, marked according to the marking scheme that we have on the website and come to the judging day with a set of marks that they've allocated to the, to the entries. Once we've got to the judging day, we collate all the marks and sometimes there are questions about who's won, they're very, very close, and sometimes they are very, very clear cut. And so the judging day actually is a mixture of people agreeing and people disagreeing. And they discuss the entries and the final list of winners and especially the highly commended ones if they're run closely. We've um, allocated highly commended awards to certain entries in recent years because we really value the fact that they've run, run the, 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 the winner close. Yeah, the judging day is uh, a lot of fun. Uh, often there's ag agreement on f when we've, we've We've already marked the awards. We've given them uh, effectively marks. We they, they've been categorised. Uh, sorry, they've been uh, they've been organised according to uh, the number of firsts and seconds and thirds they've got from the the judges. You know, and, and a number of them are clear cut winners. I say a number are clear cut winners. Actually, that's a very small proportion because almost everything that gets through to being judged. Is a, is a project that's deserving of acknowledgement. 
but sometimes you know it's clear that who 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 a winner is. Other times it's very very close, and we have yes we have a winner, but then there's a lot of passion sometimes shown about individual projects, and uh, then we start discussing well why have two or three of the judges put one project first? Why have others put another project first? Uh, what were our criteria? Uh, and we start a discussion about those projects. And quite often, we think about introducing potentially new categories where we, where we discuss among ourselves that there is actually uh, a couple of different types of project being discussed within the, the category that we currently have. Uh, and also, we also have to discuss in depth where sometimes, say, if we have five or six or seven or eight projects in a single category, that they're all absolutely brilliant. And then we have to move on to a, uh, a, a, pro, a process of negotiation. Which ultimately will um, end up with some of the judges who haven't originally marked it, marking it to provide a, a, another independent viewpoint. Yeah. That's, a, that's a last resort. Normally the judges can come to Well, uh, usually by this stage the quality of the uh, entrants are pretty high. We usually, where, we, where, we, where we've got uh, two or three different projects that are vying to win, they're usually quite well written, quite well explained to the judges. Our judges have a lot of different relevant backgrounds uh, to the sector. So we have some people who uh, have worked for the big large banks, some people are working for challenger banks, some people are in IT, some people come from marketing, some people come from governance and risk and regulation. So a lot of, they're bringing in a lot of skills and sometimes they read a project somewhat dif differently from uh, somebody else who's got a different set of skills from the institutions or they've worked at a different type of institution. So yes, we can quite often have a situation where three really great projects have all effectively received the same marks. Uh, and there, at that stage, we start a process of discuss discussing the rationality of our marking as judges. Quite often, we get into a world where there's actually quite a lot of passion being shown uh, for a, a, a project. Uh, and at that stage, because not every judge marks every uh, award category, at that, at that stage, if we really go out, we have a passion for a project and another judge has a passion for the project, we can take it away and give it to the other uh, panellists who haven't read it and, and almost get, I suppose in the world of academia, we would call it a third marker to take a look at it. And they would look at it through, to some degree, through the eyes of the other two markers. Well, you know, the criteria that they've really emphasised has done very well versus the other person's uh, view of it. Uh, uh, so we have enough, we have a broad enough panel with a broad enough skill set that we can go to this sort of this backup method of deciding between uh, the different projects. Again, I mean, one of our problems is when we have two or three projects that are, are vying to win is actually they're usually very, very good projects. You know, and it's diff difficult to say, yes, this one is better than the other one. Uh, and yeah, that's why we often have uh, 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 what's what's the phrase uh, uh, for the, the uh, highly commended highly commended projects. 
and actually, I, I, I suppose I'd say about highly, the highly commended projects, to be fair, everything that gets through to the judging is kind of commended anyway. Just getting, being shortlisted for the awards does say that there's uh, a real understanding by the, by the judges that there's uh, something really, really important about what's being done by the teams. I'm going to add to that. Um, I think the other things we can add is that it goes back to, it may go back to that one entry has not answered one question as much yeah. as the other and then they lose marks. Yeah. So that's, that's important to be said, that, this, that it might come down to you haven't answered one question not as, as well as the other one, if it's really close. I think winning the award, I mean obviously there's an advantage to the institution to show that they've supported projects and made changes that support their staff, support their customers, support their shareholders in, in terms of returns. So I think there's a real institutional advantage to show that they have supported and created projects which are award winning. I think, for me, it's as important, if not more important, that the teams who are behind change, behind innovation, behind business model uh, advancement, that those teams get acknowledgement for the work that they've done. Uh, again, I think I've said in some of my previous answers that you know these have been difficult times for the financial services sector. I think it's important that we acknowledge the teams who have fought their way through all of these problems and say yeah we can still improve the business we can improve it for all of our different stakeholders we can improve the governance we can uh, improve the control we can improve our customers experience of us which of course a lot of the projects are about we can improve our efficiency we can improve our support for staff we can improve our support for wider society which are you know actually some awards are, are geared towards that, but actually all of the awards are really about that. Uh, so it's about acknowledging those teams, but of course it's a huge advantage to the institutions as well to say, hey, you know, we're improving this business. And improving this business is, you know, has to be one of the reasons any enterprise exists. You know, you're competing against people, but also you're also trying to improve what the sector can do for especially the customer uh, and you know so he said a huge advantage to, as an institution to say that I've been able to do this or we've been able to do this as an institution well done people you know we've we've yeah we've made a real improvement to our business through you I think the joy at the gala dinner <laughs> where the awards are, are presented shows for those who come they organizations send a whole team and, and their, their joy in having done a, a good job is, is evident. Because of my background, I'm kind of interested in the big, the big changes to the institutions and to their business models, especially during hard times. So I, I've always tended to be attracted to those mega projects which really changed the institution, especially on the IT side. So for me, you know, that we've had a couple of occasions where really large institutions and also smaller institutions have talked about how they've introduced something pretty deep in the organisation, like the, you know, a new core banking system. I've always had a lot of time for reading about those projects, how these big transformational projects have 
been undertaken and how they've been successfully delivered and how at the end of the day they deliver an outcome for usually the customer. So those are the ones that really appeal to me and we've had them from big UK institutions even in the depths of the financial crisis. We've also had them for smaller institutions uh, and also from international organisations as, as well who have been able to point to these mega projects that employ thousands of people to implement those changes for the big institutions and for small institutions it might only be 10 people in the team but it's as significant a change to them as it is to the sort of the more household names. I'm not a judge so I get to read all the entries and uh, three, I've got three small stories from, from Africa which stick in my memory. One from a, a multi a global entity which um, sent a, a d did a project in, in Kenya which really changed the face of the financial services there. A second fairly large organisation who brought e-wallet banking to South Africa at a time when e-wallets were barely known over here and it just showed how the mobile generation was running ahead of the traditional banking and that was really exciting. And finally, a microfinance project in, in Tanzania, which won an award for changing the face of microfinance in that place at that time. And I think that probably sums up the way the awards are. They are awards, awards given to major corporations and to tiny banks across the world. Well, I think the enjoyment for the judge on the Financial Innovation Awards, there is the, uh, the temporary enjoyment of the, the, the marvellous uh, party that goes with the awards ceremony. Uh, probably a bit deeper than that, though, as a judge. Yes, OK, there's, there's uh, pleasure in uh, giving the awards to the teams that win and to the institutions that win. But there's also a selfish thing. Uh, the insight that we get as judges into the changes that are going on in the sector uh, across the globe, uh, whether that's to do with technology advancements, whether it's completely new business models that we've never heard of before, uh, changes to areas like payments, uh, changes to the way staff are supported, uh, and probably over the years, increasingly how institutions have innovated in the way that they they see themselves and place themselves in society as well. So as a judge, we get to see all of that, and, and that gives a lot of insight, uh, which is, uh, for me, as somebody who, 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 who teaches on master's programmes and postgraduate programmes on finance, of course, the awards are, uh, and the process and the, the submissions are confidential, as it were, when we're doing it. As a teacher, though, it does give you some insight into some of the subjects and some of the discussions we should be uh, taking up and, and moving forward with our, our student our population who in, in my particular case are all uh, senior bankers anyway. I think as a bit of veteran of the Financial Innovation Awards I've just loved seeing the evolution of the sector. When, when I started I certainly couldn't top up my mobile phone on a, at a cash point, let alone actually do mobile banking. And the changes that have happened um, gives you a bit of a behind the scenes view of what's happening in your, in your personal life as a, as a consumer. And of course, the party's wonderful. 